These are the 10 niches that will help you level up in your virtual assistant or freelance business and bring in more money. Keep listening. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, I'm Emily Reagan, and welcome back to the show. I have a goodie for you today. I get this question a lot. I see a lot of freelancers who get stuck on deciding their niche. So today we're going to dive into 10 niches that will help you level up in your virtual assistant business, digital marketing business, service provider business, freelancer business, whatever we call it, and help you bring in more money. Now here's the thing. There is always a market demand and there is always an issue of cost-based versus value-based pricing. So we are going to get into some fun options for you today and just know that you're going to gain clarity as you work through this. Now, I teach being a unicorn and the reason I teach this is because I love the variety. I love being in Jill of all trades. This digital marketing world is an ecosystem of interrelated tasks, strategies, and tactics. Like nothing exists in a bubble. And this is why I love it so much. And you can carve out your own niche. You do not have to be stuck doing what other people are doing. You bring a certain skill set to the table, which you can combine in any kind of way. This online space is so beautiful for us freelancers right now. So if you're listening to this and you have a clear idea of where you want to go, this might be just the push you need to go all in. This also might help you if you're new and you're still trying to figure it out. I talk to a lot of women who really get stuck on feeling like they have to have it all figured out. And I wholeheartedly believe that getting your foot in the door and gaining that experience is more important than figuring it out. You have to jump before you can fly and you are going to gain that clarity in what you love, what you don't love and all of that. Before we jump into this podcast, I want to tell you about my brand new offer. It's called the Freelance Biz Kickstarter. This is a two-hour self-paced DIY course designed to help someone like you who's highly talented, who has the drive and the desire to start a freelance business but just hasn't found the time to do it. If you're really motivated to start earning an extra income stream, set yourself up for success, maybe to leave that nine to five job, or maybe start working again because you've taken a little break, but you want to go back on your own terms, this course will help a new freelancer set up their business, figure out the legalities, sign clients quickly because we'll be going over the portfolio, the discovery call, the proposal, the contract process of getting clients. We're going to cover where to find clients. We're going to cover that contract, onboarding, pricing, all the stuff you need to know to look like a seasoned pro to the outside world, even if you're just starting. You do not need a long-winded, laborious, business-focused $1,000 course to do this if you're a go-getter. You come to the table with your hard skills. I'll bring my mentorship and my seasoned experience from the last decade, and I'll give you my shortcuts and the need-to-knows. You'll be able to jump right in and start making money before Christmas. All right, you can get started in the show notes. Just click on the button for the Freelance Biz Kickstarter. All right, let's jump into our podcast about niches. If you were enjoying this episode, if you took anything away from it, would you please DM me on Instagram, screenshot it. I would love to hear from you. I would love your review. I need your feedback, people. 
I don't like podcasting to the void. So it's so nice to hear from you guys in the DMs when something does positively affect you. Let's jump in. I'm sure you've heard that the riches are in the niches. The same is true in the online space if you are a digital service provider, a service pro. Yes, there are some fields that are more lucrative. There are some tasks that are more lucrative. Now, that doesn't undermine what I teach about being a very well-rounded virtual assistant, somebody who's very savvy when it comes to digital marketing and what their clients are wanting to do and how you can help them behind the scenes. But it is true that if you find something you love and you're passionate about, you have the ability to be a little bit more profitable, especially when it comes to value pricing and how clients see the value that you deliver. Now, I teach my students to be what I call unicorns. Because so many of the tasks are interwoven behind the scenes. And yeah, you could be working in one area like Facebook community management, but it's so related to other parts of the business and you need to understand how it's an ecosystem. Let's talk about these 10 profitable niches or niches, depending on how you say it, for virtual assistants. I am talking about the remote people behind the scenes who are helping run these online businesses. Now, the first one, number one, is the admin or executive virtual assistant, depending on how you spin it. I think that the executive assistant has a very regal title. You have the ability to work with an online business owner, especially if they're doing well and they're successful and really cater to them. So you take anything you would do in the admin world and you up-level it because you're working with one person and think about some of these seven-figure influencers, even eight-figure course creators and bigwigs and business coaches. They all have an executive assistant who just takes care of them. The time management piece is huge. Being able to guard their time and be careful like who is let into their schedule and into their hours. So that executive assistant is doing all the admin tasks that your admin VA would be doing at a high level. So you can see why the pay would be higher, especially if you're working with somebody who is like a higher level in their business, right? Number two is a customer relations expert assistant. We're all using the term VA, but quite often business owners mean something a little bit more specific. And when it comes to service and customer service, and like sometimes you see customer happiness expert or whatnot, it's very important that customers are taken care of because that is where the bread and butter is, right? It takes more money to go out and acquire a new client than it does to just nurture the ones you have. So business owners are depending on somebody like you who has that knack for working with customers, that empathy, and that understanding of their business to help them find the solutions that they need behind the scenes without involving the business owner. So customer service, especially if you can work your way up in an online business team where you're managing other people, all of these roles we're kind of talking about are the VA like on steroids, like really stepping into that project management role. And yeah, we call it virtual assistant, but that doesn't mean you are just a soldier. You can be a general and step up into that project management role when you've had a lot of experience. And the beauty of getting in with a solopreneur or a small business team early is you can grow with their business and you could find yourself being that customer relations manager for the entire team, especially during a launch when you need extra support and assistance, when they're onboarding new clients. When you have a business owner who is at that seven-figure level, even six-figure level, high six figures. Number three, a profitable niche, we are talking about social media. 
yeah, you start off scheduling, designing posts, maybe repurposing posts, but quite often you will find yourself moving into that social media manager role. And then that's when you can start charging more and stepping into that role. I know social media managers who've charged 2000 a month to do X, Y, and Z posts a month. So this can be very lucrative if you have several clients, you can see quickly, but you've got to step out of the VA role and really tailor down to which social media platforms do you work on. And when you really understand your business owner's messaging, what they're trying to do, what their main call to actions are, when you start to be able to incorporate their strategy plus things you've learned and test things you've learned in other courses and other programs and other like free spaces like YouTube, then you really step into that manager role again. And when you can call yourself a manager, you can command more money, higher pay rate. Number four is very similar. We're going to piggyback off the social media manager and get into paid traffic. The evolution is social media manager to Facebook ads. Oh my gosh, Facebook ads is where it's at. You get to bring in your unicorn skills because you're also dealing with a little bit of tech. You're dealing with lead magnets and conversions and sales and pixels. And then you're also doing a little bit of design, maybe a little copywriting. Facebook ads managers charge premium. I know a lot of ads managers who, again, are at least $2,000 a month, plus they take a percentage of the ad spend. So if you have a client who's spending you know, $20,000 a month, they might command a percentage based on what that ad spend is. Like, There's a lot of ways to skin the cat on that one, but going into paid ads is a little bit more lucrative because you have clients who have money to spend, they're getting results, they can see the ROI directly. And it's not just Facebook. Of course, Instagram and Facebook are together, they're married. We have the opportunity for Google ads, Pinterest promoted pins, YouTube ads, and even LinkedIn ads. Although LinkedIn ads are like very expensive and I don't think they work, but there could be a market for you. So think about that is a niche for you as you get your hands and experience like working in social media, like that could be the evolution for your business. All right, number five is podcasting. I've done a YouTube video about this, but podcasting is very, very popular right now. There are so many podcasts out there. There are a lot of online business owners who are using a podcast as part of their funnel. They need help behind the scenes. If you can become an expert at the production or post-production or the promotion of podcasts, you will be golden. There's so much work out there right now. And if you can niche down those unicorn skills, like, yeah, you're using a variety of digital marketing skills to get that podcast out there, that's when you can command a higher rate. You can even step into the role of being the podcast manager, even a consultant or a strategist, and cha-ching! Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. 
We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. Number six, let's talk about Pinterest. It's its own animal. Business owners don't have time to do Pinterest. It's a free search engine. It's a big traffic driver. There's such opportunity there. And they want to hand that off to one person who can oversee it. I have had so much work doing Pinterest marketing for clients. And there's a huge opportunity to have an agency there too. The cool thing about Pinterest, yeah, the algorithm is changing, but it's pretty predictable. And it's work that you can kind of set and forget. And what I love is that the clients leave me completely autonomous. They just don't have time period to manage it. They just want to know that it's working and that you're doing the job. When you can become a very high level at Pinterest and you are known for getting results, you can also command a top dollar. You can step into that role of strategist. You can also, like we talked about with paid ads, go into the promoted pins way and also start earning some more money by running paid traffic campaigns on Pinterest. Number seven, we're going to talk about the tech VA. It's a little bit of a pet peeve to have tech and VA in the same sentence. But bottom line, if you can come into the back end of someone's business and help them implement, clean things up, integrate some things, get platforms talking in the tech stack, you can command top dollar. I know people who just go in and for a hundred bucks a pop, set up a domain, do the pixel. And the stuff that doesn't take long and once you learn how to do it, it's pretty repeatable across platforms. The problem is that these clients, A, get scared of tech, B, they don't trust a lot of people. So if you have a good reputation and that ability to do it, you will explode. I highly consider you niching down in the tech world, helping with launches, helping with setting up lead magnets, helping with setting up CRMs, all of that. It could be so lucrative for you. I could really see that business model going to where you only work in day rates or you only charge a high hourly rate because that is a skill set that is hard to get to that level of experience. And there's just not enough people who do it. All right, number eight, let's talk about the community manager. I love this community manager job because not everyone can do it. It requires somebody with a certain amount of people skills and empathy, knowledge of the business, and some tech skills behind the scenes. They really have to have a pulse on the community. And the beautiful thing about a community manager is most high-level entrepreneurs have at least one free Facebook group one paid group, and sometimes temporary pop-up groups or temporary Facebook groups just for their students who are taking a course at that time. They need somebody to manage all of that, but they also want someone to get it. What I like about community management is you can really position yourself on a team and you can stay there. So you don't have to contact switch too many clients. You could have one or two community management clients and you could be golden. You have a certain skill set if you can do this, like you are very rare. You're one of those unicorns because you have that gift of understanding online business and helping people. Again, with the customer service, you're the front face of the business. You're the one interacting with people, representing the brand and giving them that first impression of your client. So this has to be the right person. It's not somebody you go out and hire for $10 an hour to do the job, right? So don't forget about community management. Maybe that could be your niche. 
All right, number nine, let's talk about blogging. I love blogging. I got a lot of my early work helping clients blog because it is a way to get traffic free organically from the search engines, from Pinterest. And it is one of those things that clients can't always keep up with. They're usually spinning their wheels trying to produce the content, but they need someone to 100% like step up and manage the blog. And this is very lucrative if you can do this. You could even command a percentage of the affiliate sales that come from blogs. Like if you're setting up affiliate marketing, I was doing work for a client where every click on that link, she got $80. So the fact that I could come to the table and be like, well, what else can we do to monetize that? It's very incentivizing and I'm proving my worth very easily because you see the money coming in from the blogs and I'm outputting. So stepping up from like a blogging BA into a content manager, somebody who knows SEO really well and can see the strategy, who can monitor the analytics and see where people are coming from and can step up as that content manager role. I really equate it to being a newspaper editor when I had a plan, like I had a six week plan with what our main feature stories were going to be. Yeah, news things will change, but being as organized as possible behind the scenes and taking charge, that's what clients really want, even when it comes to something like a blog. Also a podcast that's kind of interrelated, I get it. Maybe even YouTube. All right, let's talk about the last one, number 10, being a launch assistant. Get your foot in the door if you can help with a launch because you can quite quickly grow into a launch manager, a launch strategist, and a launch consultant. And let me tell you, anywhere there's an exchange of money, the closer you are to the money-making activity, the more you can charge. I know launch managers who charge a percentage of the launch. So imagine your client has a million-dollar launch, you charge 10%. Awesome. At some high level, business owners have a team, but their team doesn't always have the capacity to help with a launch. Another easy way in, just as a little bonus, is to help with affiliate programs with those launches, and that could help you get some experience. All of these are 10 very profitable niches for a VA and not just being a regular admin VA, I'm talking about being narrowed and focused with your digital services. I'm telling you, it can happen. I see women all the time enter this online space as a freelancer and be surprised by what they can accomplish with a digital service. It will open so many doors. You don't really know until you get your feet wet, until you start helping clients and figuring it out. Thanks for joining me on this show. I encourage you to check out my free Facebook group. The link is in the show notes where we can continue this conversation. You can also find me on Instagram at Emily Reagan PR. Tune in next week when we are going to be talking about eight things you need to start your virtual assistant or digital marketing services business. I'll see you then. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you wanna niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. I talk to a lot of women, a lot of men. I don't talk to a lot of men, let's be real. I talk to a lot, of, I talk to a lot of, so let's jump into this, po- but 
You just need the you you come. 